Right, welcome back, One by Podcast. This week we have spoken about the race in Kona, Sam's elite marathon journey. <laughs> what else we talked about? Some good would you rather's. Yeah, some good the would D you rather's at the end. The D word. What's the D word? Drafting. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a good. Oh, the new Ironman tour. Quite boring, that bit. Probably just stick to the non triathlon bit. They're more value. Yeah. Right. Enjoy the podcast. Right. Here we are. Welcome back. One by podcast. We did half an episode on, I don't even know what day that was, with some horrific internet issues. So hopefully this one works. Maybe we'll release episode 14.5 just before this. <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, lads, how are we doing? Yeah, yeah, good. No, I'm pretty good. All I can see is Sam's like brow. Yeah, he's doing that thing that parents do when they're on FaceTime or like taking a picture, and you get like part of their forehead. I'm just trying a new uh, area to sit in, and I'm a bit. Are you sitting on a beanbag or something? Because that was. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Noise. It's a really rubbery like sofa. <laughs> I try and sit still. It sounds so questionable. <laughs> I'm gonna sit still as best I can for this. It's like a cartoon. <laughs> what have you guys been up to? Anything? Has anyone done anything exciting in the last week? I have done something really, really exciting. Here we go. And it's. Uh, I've got a question about it as well. I've signed up for a marathon. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> I'll answer why? your question. Yep, it was a bad idea. <laughs> I don't really know why. I just kind of fancied something to do. I wanted to do Edinburgh, but it's on a, ra- a weekend that Lucy might race next year, so I signed up for Manchester Marathon. Oh, I've done both, and you've chosen the wrong one there. Yeah, well, if I was to pick a city to go to for the weekend, I would have gone to Edinburgh, not Manchester. And it's, so like... and it's a bank holiday weekend, which doesn't affect us, but for normal people, it means they get an extra day after the marathon. Yeah. Obviously, seeing um, a lot of retired, it's not a problem. But well, like I went to Edinburgh during lockdown, like when you could first start to travel, and it was rubbish because you couldn't actually do anything still. But I was kind of looking forward to that. But no, I've entered Manchester Marathon. Does that mean I can now call myself a marathon runner? No, no, you've not finished yet, one. So. No, I've not done it yet, but yeah. I'm training for it, so I'm that's a marathon a like, runner now. That's a bit like Tom at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, Tom's an Ironman. Am I, am, I, am I a marathon runner now, even though I've not done it? Because I am in training for it. I did a run the day I signed up. I've not run since. Yeah, but, Tom's, yeah. Tom did part of Armour and he's got the tattoo. <laughs> what, two-thirds of a challenge logo? <laughs> yeah, Which two-thirds would you get for? He's just not had it coloured in. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's not it's not got the red fillet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll when come, do, when do you start training then? Well, I signed up on Monday and I went for a run on Monday. Good um, start. Good start. I've had a bit of a knee issue for about three years now. Oh um, wow! So you thought I'm injured? Let's fix I've been, it. By I've been injured for three years. It just hurts like every so often when I'm up the stairs. That's like people that are having relationship <laughs> issues and then think, let's buy a ring or have a baby or buy a dog. Well, I'm thinking if I run a bit more, it might go away. Because when oh, I rode yeah. a bit, okay. when I rode a bit more, it went away. But I think it went away because I stopped running when I rode more. But there's only one way to find out, isn't there? Yeah, run a marathon. Does this mean I've got someone to train with now? In me. Well, see, I've told Lucy and she said that. I've told James and he said that. And I was kind of like, well. 
I'm yeah, not really good at running. You can go train with me and Steph. <laughs> yeah, well, no. <laughs> More cannon fodder. I want to run 3.59 per K. What's that, 2.48? 2.48, 30 or something like that, which then yeah. gives me a buffer to go sub 2.50. Nice. I only know it because that was my goal, Ironman pace. Yeah, exactly. It's Lucy's goal half pace off the bank, so I feel like I can do some of her run <laughs> sessions with her. <laughs> yeah, seems but. legit. I feel like I, mean, I, just need, I just need someone to do the loop with me a bit because yeah I'll do that yeah hundred percent I'm up for that mate I'm Session. up for that we should yeah. record a po- we shouldn't this is a terrible idea but it, it sounds like a cool thing to record a podcast of just us out running talking shit no because it will just be <gasps> <laughs> for me because I'm horrifically unfit it's better than that bloody rubber seat you sat on. <laughs> Tom what have you been up to. Um, I went to a Kona watch party on oh Saturday. yeah how was that who it was good yeah uh, we did the sport eve in the morning uh, which was fun we, uh, old Alex she had a get down only only person crashed in the entire really? sport <laughs> the, the pro <laughs> was the best pro crash was he alright what happened right, nice one uh, what happened uh, I think he just tried to turn on someone and the guy was like nah you go the wrong way <laughs> yeah. like, fucking shoved him off <laughs> So, was he yeah, fine? Was he, he did, himself? He's grazed his knee, I think, and then he was just riding around. Whilst we had a cafe stop, so his knee didn't get stiff. Um, <laughs> we, then we lost him, and then I, ha- I had him on fire my friends, and he was just in a, a pharmacy trying to get it bandaged up. So, <laughs> yeah, not not the most successful day for him, but um, yeah, yeah, it was the sporty was good, good turnout. And then um, yeah, after party, after party, watch party, same thing. Um, did you watch the whole race or did you get to bed I didn't early? watch it all because I was getting pretty tired but yeah. we watched them onto the run maybe 10 k into the run oh nice um, but it, the race it was good to it was good to watch like, do you reckon you had a more tiring day out than the athletes Jack oh 100% <laughs> yeah watching's fucking hard yeah but it was dark. Dark. what were you saying then Tom I, I interrupted you Oh, I was gonna, yeah, I was just going to say it was, um, it was, it was fun. But the most gutting part for me was that I spilt, I spilt my beer on Alex, and it was a really nice beer. <laughs> right. Alex had a pretty, Alex had a real yeah. rough day then. I know, I know, and I was, I was, I was kind of like sorry that I did it, and then I was really good for the, for the spillage, really more than anything. <laughs> did you get another one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously. So you sent you had one and a half. So it got you got extra. One and oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we had um we had these tokens that David had a stash of in his pocket. David's my brother for those who don't know. And he just kept on like giving them giving them as when we needed a drink. So <laughs> it was basically a free night. Was, I've just been as that was the conversation you walked in on. I've just been chatting to Sam because I did some work for Hoob in Kona, and uh, ah, so they yeah. basically like covered me for two days of work, and I managed to do. Um, probably just shy of two days but obviously because you spend so much time like running around after athletes and they're so impossible to get hold of and uh, so I said to him like oh are you happy with all the content etc and he was like yeah but could you just like give us all of the hoop shots you've ever taken I was like there's probably 30,000 David so that's I'm not sure that's how it works for two days of work <laughs> but yeah you can have a few but <laughs> They they want to push big on Black Friday, so I know they want yeah. to get they want to get some stuff out before then. It's, yeah. it's quite important. Too, so. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. As long Hopefully. as they get, I reckon as long as they get some, they just need someone to actually push the uh, the social medias. So yeah. if they get a good strategy going, that'd be fine. I'm hoping I can work with them more because as was chat, me and David were chatting a few weeks ago and it's, um, it always works well because they obviously sponsor so many of you guys and I'm at so many of the events and around that I do actually have a bank of images that not many people use. So it makes sense for them to be able to access a lot of it. So that would be cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, hopefully. So, yeah, cool brand to work with, especially with some of the um, aero stuff they're doing. Yeah, like definitely. Things. So I know yeah. you went there with um, Ruth and Lucy, Lucy. weren't you? Yeah. But I, I always think those shots are really cool because they've got a good story behind them. Yeah, um, it's a nice place to shoot as well. It's a lot of fun in that. Cause it's kind of like a bit old, bit rickety, but there's so much you can do. It's not that old. It only got built like 15 years ago. <laughs> it looks old and rickety. I, it was. I did hear that. Didn't Wiggins refuse to ride on it? He said it was warped already. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Like it, any Anything that's different that you don't normally see is cool to shoot. Yeah, and it's think. just because it's a bit dark and dingy in there. Yeah. So, But it was good. I do like shooting in there. It's actually really good fun. Um, but yeah, what did you guys think of the race then in Kona? Uh, I only I, I thought it was wild that uh, Lucy Charles ran on a pretty much ruptured Soleil. Yeah, have you seen? Have you seen the bruising? Yeah, yeah, that, that looks bad. I'm sure she's in a lot of pain. But I presume, I presume she can't walk now. Well, she couldn't she walk before. Don't know how she ran. Did you know about that before? No, they kept it well under wraps. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fair play. That that's that's courageous. That is. It's that's, it's that's definitely crazy. worth it. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. She's now yeah. one Kona. Yeah. That's like the pinnacle of her career. Well, she's done everything else, haven't she? She's won seventy point three worlds. Yeah. As in, like, if she, I reckon, if you gave her the choice, never win that race and never walk again, or <laughs> never win it and be not injured, she'd have taken that win. Never walk again. I honestly reckon she'd take that win. Oof. versus never winning I, I wouldn't <laughs> you win Kona but you can't okay we'll, we'll rephrase it you win, Kona, you win Kona but you can't ever run again or but then I wouldn't be able to do my marathon yeah mate you'd have, but you can still cycle and swim or you never in, win in Kona terms, but you okay, can always let's, run let's get into the semantics here running one was if you're late for the bus and you have to run There's, not, not yeah you just can't not do any... the light oh quick do a quick 10 seconds. Now there's no training. Or, yeah, you can do that. You just can't train or race. Okay, so you, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I'd ride my bike instead. Exactly, yeah. So, you, so you basically can never do another triathlon. I'd take yeah. that next year. Yeah. I reckon, I, mate, winning Kona. Yeah, I reckon I would. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. If it meant you never had to do another Ironman again, you probably would. <laughs> yeah. Sam, I feel like that's what you're moving towards now. If you're getting a marathon in and... There was talks the other day of... Uh, would I ever get back in a swimming pool? And I've just got no inspiration to get back in at Holt Park. Yeah, but when you accident, when you have a few beers in you and you accidentally enter an Ironman. No, but see, I was, I was. It was a Monday morning, and I entered a marathon. Like that's like peak depression time. <laughs> would yeah. you go? Would you go to Stoke and go to Waterworld? I've never heard of Waterworld in Stoke. You've never heard of Waterworld. What? No. Come on, hey, where's Waterworld? <laughs> We used to go there all the time. It's just with all the slides and stuff. It's often. Yeah, but okay. There's a difference. There's a difference between that and going to and park and, and knocking out a VO2 max everything. session. Yeah, I def. I love a water park. I definitely do that. Tom, what about my mentions in Tunstall? Have you ever been there? 
No. Where, sorry? Dimensions in Tunstall. No. It's like a shit no. version. I mean, I, in the same way I'd have a bath because I like baths I, you know it's not the water and being submerged in it that's my issue it's swimming yeah well, would you swim at the lake no it the lake's not that inspired <laughs> the last time I swam was probably Miami in the sea with you I was going to say the ocean yeah I love the sea but we got shouted out by from some lifeguards why red flag be, I don't know we're too far out weren't we yeah something like that it was just a bit choppy yeah. You get sued in America, don't you? Yeah, that is true. No, For everything. Yeah. But no, oh, fair. That's interesting. But you, I reckon you're, I reckon you're going that way, Sam. You will. So I, no. So I've always said about Iron Man is I never want to do one unless I'll go like sub nine and a half, nine hours. Which Wait, means they're if two I, quite different times. They are, but so I mean, if I, I don't want to do one because I don't want to be out there all day. So it's like nine, nine and a half hours is sort of what I'm thinking and I am at peace with never doing one if I don't if I'm not in that shape yeah that's fair I that's my thoughts on an Iron Man just time consuming isn't it I mean I say that to you Jack who seems to work and train more than anyone in the world so it's not actually that time consuming (laughs) nah mate it's all it's all smoke and mirrors (laughs) yeah I told you I'm retired that's what my mates mates from home think uh, they're like what do you actually do mate are you you, do you do any work ever? I'm like, nah, boys, I'm retired. <laughs> they just think I fly around drinking Mai Tais on the beach. <laughs> so, which is pretty accurate, to be fair. It's hard work, though. Someone's got to do it. That is. That is true. Yeah. But what else is happening in the world? Sam, did you ever watch Shutter Island? That was a few episodes ago. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't, actually. I need to make a note to do that. Shutter yeah, Island. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how do I make a note? Uh, I've got a topic we can discuss. Here we go. This will be good. No, oh, I mean it's a bit triathlon related, so it's a bit boring. But drafting. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, we all know personally after, after Bolton twenty twenty two, we all know where I stand on this. What happened then? George Martindale cheated his way to the win, <laughs> and I finished second. <laughs> Sounds like a story from the weekend. Yeah, he did 55k glued to my back wheel and got two warnings off the referees. You show me where you get a warning and not a fucking yellow card. <laughs> well, I I mean, I presume everyone's seen the video that got posted on social media. I've not. Which one? Of uh, Challenge Pagera. Uh, I have, yeah. Yeah. It's bad, isn't it? I think, like, so the stance has to be if you're drafting for an advantage, it's cheating. Whereas like, you yeah. know, if you accidentally go like 30 centimetres into the draft zone and pretty quickly jump back out, fine, we're okay with that. Or if you do a little, if you do like a few metres in the draft zone or a few minutes in the draft zone, but then you make a pass and pull your turn, also fine because you're not using it to gain an advantage if you're like a metre inside. If you're very obviously four, three, four metres inside for a long period of time, all glued to someone's wheel, you've got to be out. It's got to be... yeah. The, the PTO tried to um, police it like that, don't they? Uh, yeah. like they? They are they are trying to look for people getting an advantage. And yeah. from the racing that I've done this year, no one's really drafted that I've seen. Yeah. Um, in the guys racing anyway. Um, so well, I think they like a good job there. But. PTO Ibiza was the only Spanish race to not have drafting issues. Yeah. I also feel like um, it needs context. So like, 
a good example of this was Tulsa in 2021 when we were out there. Cat caught um, Sky Munch and uh, Kim Morrison at about 90k and at like 93k she got a drafting penalty and she swam like three minutes slower. So it's like, hang on, she's just ridden three minutes into him in 90k. She's obviously not drafting straight away, like... Unless she got there and she was puffed out and needed a minute. Well, we'll give her a minute. She just ridden, <laughs> like, you know... That's not, gonna, like, that's not really affecting the race, though, is it? No, like, exactly. It, even if she just rested for a little bit at 12 metres or whatever. Yeah. Like, or I, 11 and a half or something. And it's there, similar to not, the weekend. It's not the race. 16 women came out of the water together and I reckon you could have given you could have pinged 12 of them in the first 50 60k for acts mostly for accidental you know I'm not claiming that any of them were cheating but they've been like a few of them have been a bit close a bit often especially further back in the line but then fucking Penny Slater at 25th or whatever gets a five minute penalty did they have race ranger uh, no it's Iron Man uh, they don't have any of those no, not currently, although it sounds like, well, I'm sure this is where we're going to come on to in a minute. With the changes they're making, they are actually open to change. Yeah. I just think that video of the weekend's hilarious. Like, I know it's not funny for people who are in the race and it affects their results, but, like, come on, mate. Like, don't take the piss. Who was it on the back? Uh, so there was, on that video, it was uh, the guy that won 70.3 Worlds, Rico. Uh, and Yuri were like right up the arse of Al and I don't know who else was in that group. It's Matisse in that pack. Matisse, yeah. Yeah. Right, and Basically, obviously, all of the top five. Yeah, and obviously it's a two second video of one part of the course, so you can't say that the whole thing was like It that, looked like they were going up a climb, so it could have just like massively yeah. uh, come together like Constantine but yeah but even then like come on lads it was comically bad I've got videos of the age group race in Mallorca two years ago where I was riding back in the opposite direction I couldn't stop laughing because of the amount of drafting oh it's like Barcelona isn't it it's renowned if you want a fast time go and sit on a pack of 30-40 guys and see what you can hold on for the run I remember when I raced there it was just horrendous trying to get people off your wheel so you know um so say it comes together and like really they should have just gone round and tried to yeah. get to the front of the pack. That's the rules. But sometimes you physically can't, especially if Alice is on the front is about to ride 450 watts or yeah. just try and like. I don't personally don't think you should be penalised for trying to make the pass and just not being able. To. Yeah, there was that one a few years ago, wasn't there at Oceanside? Some bloke tried to go round. I think it was Alan like Canute or something and got next to them and then couldn't make the pass and then got to the back of the pack. Um, Alistair's just sadistic and he'll see someone trying to come around. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and then on the footage, all you saw was the, mo- the motorbike go to the back of the pack, go to the guy and give him a card. And it was like, he just got drafted so like, for, for being terrible. Where, where do you yeah. slot in? Like where, if we're saying we don't have to pass them, where are we letting them slot in? Well, yeah. Back, to the back, to the back. Yeah, I suppose they've burned, their penalty is that they've burned a load of matches anyway. Go, go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep out of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's like when, because the rule is that as soon as the front wheel's one centimetre in front, the athlete on the inside should then drop back, right? So the line has to drop yeah. back if they've made it. Yeah. If their wheel yeah. is slightly in front of yours, the line has to drop back. Which is annoying for everyone, but they've technically made the pass at that point. Well, that's funny, yeah, you, you could like almost make it not quite be good enough to 
a ridiculous a sprint surge. lunge just throw your bike and go, oh thank god I've done it and then it's like you've got to move back now mate yeah that is but that te- on, the, on the technicality that's the rule right or it's blocking yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So someone needs again, to try this like, and see what happens oh mate some of the rules yeah it just needs more context doesn't it that, well, it, yeah. is, it is why race range is really good because you can judge good you can judge where slotting in is actually I mean yeah. Slotting in is illegal, but where you're allowed to come into the line if there's a larger gap. Also, you yeah. can see how long, in theory, see how long they've been within the draft zone. So if someone's been in there like 20, 30 minutes, you're probably going to pe- penalise them. Whereas if they're like, you know, bobbing in 30 centimetres a metre now and then, you're going to be like, oh, you know, they're not deliberately trying to be in the draft zone. However, there also are races at Race Ranger where you can see someone's lights flashing red and you're just like, they're going to get care. a penalty. Um, yeah. Is anyone going to give them a penalty at some point? I can see it's red. Everyone can yeah. see it's red. You see on the coverage, it's red. and I think, I mean, it encourages people to not draft, but... Well, that was like last year in Kona. The referee of the women's race was mega um, card happy. So then on the men's race, no one drafted. Well, yeah. Because everyone was shitting themselves. So it's like, by, even if you give out a few penalties that are a bit close to the line... You could, as long as you, as long as they were actually inside the draft zone and it's not an unfair penalty, it does stop people doing it. Yeah, did many get penalties in Kona this year? Uh, yeah, three or four. Taylor obviously got one for because she. Um, I thought it was quite good. So they basically said it's in a the littering one, accidental. Yeah. So they basically said in the pro briefing, if you drop any bottles, um, like if one pops off your bike, we're going to give you a minute. And t- Taylor coming through town lost a bottle, and everyone's like, "She's lost her nutrition." And we were like, "Well, that's a minute penalty," and they didn't give her it. And then about sixty k down the road or whatever, they realised she'd lost the bottle in town. So get like, it sounded to us on the ground like they retrospectively gave her a minute, which is like fair, fair. So it didn't affect her race though. No, she needed a penalty for not wearing an arrow helmet. Yeah, <laughs> she needs a penalty for just being an axe. <laughs> yeah, she should be in the fucking men's race she still do over half of them she's just a beast yeah no aero helmet and stopping in T1 to put socks on that aren't aero socks it's like come on yeah Daniela put um, <laughs> Daniela put aero socks on didn't she or calf guard yeah if you're going to put socks on in T1 you may as well pull more weight up to your knees yeah yeah if, you, if you're going to put socks on like if, I mean, I get it if you don't, but if you are going to make the effort, what's the point in putting your little cotton socks on? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But she has all of the watts, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, she's a bit like Bloomy, isn't she? Yeah, she can throw a few away. Yeah. She doesn't really care, does she? How was your travel home? Oh, rough. I'm jet lagged to fuck. That's why I sound like this, because I fell asleep at three o'clock. Vic said she'd wake me up at four and said, oh, I'll let you sleep till half four. I was like, cool. So now I'm just even more fucked. But so it was quite funny. So I went to so I flew Kona to Seattle, spent a night in a hotel in Seattle and went for a little jog and whatever. And uh went to so then had to recheck in in Seattle airport. And uh so went up to the desk and tapped like the you know they have them like automatic check-in screens. Yeah. So did that and it said like pick your seat and I was in um I was middle of a middle row. And I was like, there's no way I'm sitting between two people. <laughs> and there's like window seats free, aisle seats free. It just stuck me in between two people. I was like, you're dreaming. So I tried to pick a window seat, wasn't working, wouldn't let me change. So 
it put me in kept me in the middle of the middle row so i went up to the woman at the desk and was like can is there any chance you can swap my seat i've seen there are loads of spare seats don't really want to be sat bang in the middle between two people and she was like yeah no problem i'll change that for you and then basically smirked and said like have a nice day as i left and i was like well that was a bit weird looked down at my boarding pass and she just hadn't changed my seats <laughs> so i thought she chaffed me she evidently thought she'd chaffed me i got on the plane and the guy next to me and um, was like oh are you jack i was like yeah who the fuck are you basically and uh he was like oh i'm john and he was um joanna wright who's one of the right athletes it's his it was her husband we were like chatting away and joe his wife and one of the other girls were sat in premium economy and me and him were sat in the back so they said to the air hostess oh our boyfriends are sat at the back in the normal cabin um can they come and stay in premium economy because there's loads of seats so they like bumped me and him up think pretending i was her boyfriend <laughs> and uh so i had the last laugh so yeah i was in premium economy for the flight and the air desk came over and was like, i hope you've got a really big diamond for this one i was like yep can't wait to propose <laughs> to her <laughs> <laughs> and then like, I messaged her boyfriend like really sorry I've just had to propose to your missus and um, it was worth it for the free upgrade and uh, <laughs> he was like we've not even left Hawaii 24 hours ago and the sharks are already circling around <laughs> it was very good but, yeah, that's very really good that was good fun I sat in premium economy slept, actually got some sleep and then not that it's helped with the jet lag but yeah it was a pretty smooth journey have you ridden your bike since you got back? No, it's in Vic's car. So I want to get on it. My wrist is still a little bit sore, but I'm absolutely itching to ride a bike. So I'll probably go out tomorrow. I felt pretty rough today, to be honest, with all the travels. So thought a day off for once in my life is probably quite sensible. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'll probably ride tomorrow. But then I fly to Ireland really early on Friday morning to shoot this wedding that's Ruth's friend. So I won't be back on it till Monday. And I probably need to make my TT back two by again for winter. Mm, yeah. Well, a 58 all winter is pretty savage. Gets you strong though. It would. <laughs> that is, yeah, I can't really argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, maybe it's not going two by then. No, I went one by, uh, well, I went one gear at the uh, Sportif at the weekend because my tram batteries decided to all die. Oh. And not the ones on the mechs, the ones in the levers. Savage. Did you yeah, get so in the front group? Um, I started in the front group, then I swapped one of the batteries, and then as I was swapping one battery, the other one died, and I didn't have another battery, and then... Tom waited for me and we sort of just rolled round we caught a group didn't we and then we caught another group I don't really know yeah. where we were we were we were in the second group oh were we okay yeah. and then at the stop we jumped into the first group uh, and I just sat on the back the whole way home dreaming yeah yeah get round I'm now on mechanical though for winter winter yeah. is here so I've got my winter bike out yeah I mean I, I only have one bike and it's not wintery but well, I go from I hydraulic one road bike I've got obviously my TT bike but I go from hydraulic discs for summer to carbon wheels and rim brakes for winter nice I also don't really <laughs> want to buy a turbo so I'm hoping I can just survive winter you can survive winter I didn't ride the turbo 
Oh, that's what no. No, me neither. I'm hoping I can manage that again. Yeah, uh, global warming, mate. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it was 14 degrees today. It was lovely. It's fake news, mate. I read something on Reddit. <laughs> we conspiracy theorists now as well <laughs> exactly mate I do so I met Tim Hemming this trip I don't know if you guys know Tim Hemming the journalist and it turns out he's really really good mates with Rusty the guy I did the crazy long rides with and uh, they go way back they've known each other years and years and it's one of the first things he said to me and I was like sweet this means we're going to get along really well and he was so funny and i gave him all my tin hat triathlon on conspiracy theories and he had quite a few that i hadn't heard and uh, we had a few beers and it was hilarious i was like tim i hope all this is off the record he was like mate even if i wanted to i couldn't put any of this on the record it's so far out there <laughs> it was so good yeah he's such good value if you ever uh, ever get a few beers into him well i reckon we get a few beers into him and then get him on the podcast then Oh, we should. He would be such good value for the podcast. He is so funny. He's got such a, a like dry sense of humour as well. Who keeps calling you, Sam? You're pretty popular today. It's um, James, and I don't really know why. I got a text. He called me on Instagram, and then he messaged me instantly saying, oops, and now he's just called my phone. Ah, he's in France, right? Yeah. With Al, who's not meant to be in France. Yeah. <laughs> He's said to be at this wedding. Yeah, he's going three for three. Yeah, yeah. Did um did everyone see Will's mono ski that he rode at Pagara? Yeah, didn't he snap the uh, snap he snapped one of, the bars? one of his bars in travel? But we was going to check in, and he had one ski on his bike, and he was like, "I don't know whether they're going to let me check in or not." But all I'm going to do is say, "Well, Jan Fredino has one ski on his canyon, so if you let him race, you'd let me race." <laughs> Seems legit. Uh, yeah, he got away with it, and then he's got some. I think it's a shipbuilder in Mallorca to repair his ski before he goes to Portugal to do an Ironman this weekend. Oh, he's doing Kashkai, isn't he? That's going to yeah. be a good race to watch. Well, yeah, I don't know how much he's running, so I don't, don't know how Did involved he'll be. Have you stress tested it post uh, post repair? No. No. <laughs> no, not at all. What, do, what, would you not like? Do you want to like give it a couple of like pretty tough shakes of before course. you get on it? Yeah, but he will have done. I'll send you the pictures that he sent me. They're pretty cool. It looks like it's been done quite well. Uh, yeah, I'm but sure Tommy's right. It doesn't mean it's not going to snap. If he didn't get it done, he was going to ride with one anyway. So having two there for a bit, even if it snaps after 50 yeah, days. Yeah, it depends better. how it snaps, doesn't it? If you if it snaps and you've got your weight on it, you're in a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, he put a video on Instagram of, it, of him riding around on a TT bike with no extensions on it at all, and it looked mental. Well, I've got photos of him just using cool. the pads. It looks like that looks kind of like you would ride it around the town of London. Yeah, yeah. On a, a fixie. I've got photos yeah. of him riding it with like elbows in the pads and then like arms like a foot above the poles. <laughs> so yeah. That'll be, uh, but no, Cash Guy would be cool. Is there a live feed or is it just Tracker? I have no idea. I, prob- I presume it'll just be Tracker. Yeah. Did you see I they cancelled Israel? Well, yeah, they obviously had oh, to, yeah. didn't they? But have you seen what the option they've given age groupers is? No, what is it? What was it? So you can either defer to Israel next year or yeah. you can race Cash Guys this weekend, three weeks before Israel. <laughs> <laughs> So you're like midway into your last block and you're in an absolute hole and they're like, yeah, but you can have a go this weekend if you want. Fucking hell. 
No, that's the most Iron Man thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Especially as like I can't see Israel been... going on next year at this rate either. Yeah, I was gonna say like people have been bombed and dying, and they're just like still not giving refunds. <laughs> well, yeah. Fucking hell. At least the the tour thing they've come up with actually sounds good. Don't know your. I'd love to know your stance on it, Tom. Yeah, I think it's good. Um, I, I, yeah, it's great for the long long distance guys, isn't it? Yeah. Like that just gives. I, I'd love to see Skipper win it next year. I think he's probably your best man for the whole thing. Well, there are quite a few names, aren't there? Skipper, Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't be racing now. Like I, when I saw that announced, I'd be like, right, I'm not going to race next. I'm just yeah, going to try wait. and get one really early one in the year, then probably like late spring, and then some of the new. Then you sorted. Then Surely the PTO's move has to be to take Ironman races out of their bonuses. <sighs> because like otherwise, otherwise the strength of field score at this tour could be massive, and all of a sudden. The, pri- the prize money is also pretty massive. So all of a sudden, they get Ironman Tour points and money and the PTO bonuses. Yeah. yeah I oh, not doing... Some people very rich in it. Like, yeah, but and they don't have to do a single PTO race. PTO are going to have to do some form of challenge to Ironman. I could, I'm just going to see it as PTO putting their events on at the same weekend to make people pick. Yeah, I can't see them removing Iron Man from the rankings. The thing is, they probably have their date styled in already before it, Iron Man announced it. They just haven't released it yet because they like to do things a bit later. Yeah, yeah. So. It's not, but like it is. You can see, like, you know, there's not for those guys. There's not really any incentive to do a PTO race now. No. No, I think it'll. Well, it'll just make the strength of fields. I think the strength of field at the Ironmans will be pretty similar to the strength of field at the PTO races because it will split so much. Lot, yeah, yeah, agreed. and a lot of it will come down to your sponsor contract as well. Like people who've been tied in for a couple of years will have mostly Ironman sponsor contract bonuses. Like yeah. PTO is quite new; not many sponsors are really like putting loads behind PTO at the moment. So if you if you say you got I don't know a couple of grand for winning an Ironman as a bonus, you're more likely to do that than. You're not getting a PTO bonus at all. Yeah. Do you still have to qualify for Ironman World Champs then, if it's part of the series or? No. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Sorry, you do have to qualify, but um, the, you can. There's extra slots basically. So at all these series races, there's like five, six slots. Okay. So it encourages also, the big names. Yeah. To pick you don't up enough, you do Kona. You don't have to do Kona for it to be counted overall. Yeah, no, yeah. It's just it worth more, more points. points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I think it'll be wicked. I'm um, excited to see what happens and who does what. Obviously, for someone like me that follows around quite a small Ironman athlete, it's uh, <laughs> I just saw I just saw uh, quite a good opportunity. Yeah, I think the phrase would be "cha-ching." <laughs> if she can keep herself injury free, you know, she has a really good chance of doing very well in that series. Because as we saw like last year, you know, she won two Ironmans. Didn't have the best corner, but um, I'm sure she'd have got good points for a season like last year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And especially when you take out, you know, there are going to be names that consider like a Lucy Charles and Anne Haug, um, Chelsea Sidaro. They are pretty good at the PT cat. They are pretty good at the PTO distance, so they actually have a choice of which they're going to race. 
Surely Lucy Charles is thinking LA. For what? Olympics. She doubled it short course, didn't she? The year and was not that bad at it from no training. Yeah, fair. She's won Kona, she won 722. Let's have a go. But I meant, you mean for triathlon, not like 1500 meter swim or long course swim again? No, no, I mean triathlon. I I think right now, right now, I don't, I think the sport's changed from when she did it a few years ago, to be honest. It's interesting to see. Yeah, but she will have to start at European Cup level. Yeah. Yeah, but she's Um, got one third of it nailed that sets her up for a pretty good race. But she, she's gonna have to go like she's gonna have to spend a year and a half getting in, back into the World Series at like a minimum. Really, you don't. There used to be a part of the selection policy which, if you're a world champion in Ironman or seventy point three, you get nominated for World Series selection. But that's not there anymore. So, but you are right. That is all she has left now. Yeah. On her like, it'd be cool. I'd be interested list. to see, um, but. Maybe she's just like happy with what she's doing now. Yeah. We saw yeah. them a bit in um, Kona before the race at the pool and stuff. And they were actually all in really good spirits. And obviously that reflected in the way she raced. Like, it was cool to see them in such a good place, to be honest. I was like, I was actually pretty stoked for her. Um, you know, even though they keep themselves to themselves a lot of the time, don't really interact with like the British athletes. It was cool to see them do well. After like yeah. finishing second four uh, times, yeah, she tried pretty hard for it. Yeah, yeah, I was happy she won. Like she's yeah. always been nice whenever I've spoken to her. So. Yeah, um, you don't yeah. have to like. Maybe she's shy. Maybe that's why she's honestly hanging yeah. out with British people, yeah. like the other British ladies. Like the, the girls you hang around with are all like quite outgoing and shy, aren't they? Yeah, and stuff. So it's she might just be like she might be like me. She might be miserable. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're old before your time, Sam. We can see that from this camera angle. <laughs> you, you were saying about that story on the plane, sat next to a bloke who saw it and knew you. I was like, I couldn't think of anything worse. You'd have Honestly, to make mate, small when I sat down and he said, are you Jack? My first oh. thought was, oh, fucking hell. I'd have said no. This is going to be a long flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. rather sit by someone I don't know on a flight 100%. Yeah, I, I put my head in. Yeah, I usually put my headphones on and don't, don't even play anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm an antisocial traveller. On the flight out Speaking there... Speaking of aging... Oh, go on, go on, Jack. Go for it. On the flight out there, I was editing... Uh, on the flight from LA to Kona, I was editing like a... one. Of, I've done this like little vlog series for my own YouTube, which has been good fun, actually. And uh, I was editing one of them in LA. And the guy next to me watched me editing it, and he's like, oh, my God, are you a YouTuber? I was like, mate, I literally have 500 subscribers, so... <laughs> not really i just like editing videos and then that's all you want to talk about i was like oh man i'm really sorry i really need to finish this video so like um do you mind he's like no no it's fine so then i had to pretend to keep editing the video i just finished so that he wouldn't talk to me (laughs) (laughs) it was was quite bad (laughs) but yeah it was uh (laughs) especially when you're like that long into a journey you're just like so cooked but the guy i sat next to you on the way to London John right he was actually quite a nice guy so the conversation was easy um, it wasn't too forced but look, talking of uh, awkward interactions Sam we uh, I feel like we should tell this story of you on the track last year seeing as I was so I spent the <laughs> flight I've got like I had like 11,226 photos in an album on my phone for like Instagram and stuff 
So I was like, I need to go through these and get rid of some of the ones I'm never going to post. So I was like flicking through old shots and I found one of where you, we just finished the track session and, and you were on the stopwatches and everyone came up to give you like a high five and you went to high five Alistair and he like shook your high five but like for an awkwardly long period of time and you really didn't know what to do with it and it was so uncomfortable for everyone bar Al who was in a bit of a hole after his track session and didn't even realise we were just, just like remember, touching fingers I just yeah he's kind of like shook the end of your fingers for so long and I just remember <laughs> laughing so much well there's two there's that one and there's a picture of me and Johnny doing pretty much the same thing yeah just before <laughs> that was so good it was like in uh, so in Kona last year when the men were there um, we saw Rudy Von Berg quite a few times and obviously he's a fair, like, I like Rudy but he's a fairly awkward character and he has a very like European lack of humour and uh, so Vic was out and she went oh my housemate was out and she went to um, shake she went to I think she went to fist bump him and he went to shake her hand and ended up shaking her fist super <laughs> awkward so then the next time she was like oh I know where this is going I'm going to obviously shake his hand. And he went, I know where this is going. I'm going to fist bump her. So she shook, so she shook his fist, was absolutely mortified. And uh, she was like, I never want to see, I never want to see Rudy von Berg ever again. <laughs> it was, we were dying. You know, the only other, the only option left now is for it to do scissors. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That goes yeah. straight over his head. It yeah. was. I must have told you the story of when I met him. We were. Um, he was, that was when we were in Boulder for a month, and he wanted some shots out of me. So I was like, "Yeah, let me know what you're up to." He was like, "Oh, I'm running with all my old uni mates on Saturday morning. We're going to do like the one of the old like dirt road loops. If you want to get some content, I was like, sweet, that'll be really cool." So I turn up and said, uh, got out of the car, and they were all sort of stood in a circle. And I was like, oh, hey, guys, I'm Jack. And then I said, oh, Rudy, how much did you pay this lot to be your mate? And uh, they all laughed, and he just didn't see it as a joke. He's like, uh, no, well, I didn't pay them. We actually went to college together. We're, uh, we've been friends a long time. Like, they like running with me and just went off on this like monologue of why they, like, justifying why they were his friends and how he hadn't paid them. Like, <laughs> doesn't matter mate I was just joking I know you've not actually I know you've not actually paid them <laughs> it's so funny yeah that is uh, that's my Rudy they're my Rudy stories yeah Tom were you oh. in Daytona the first year didn't he get uh, didn't he get thro- nearly thrown out the PTO for drifting on the speedway in his dad's car uh, I wasn't there but that sounds like quite a cool story <laughs> That was the that was the rumor that went around. That this kind of young, brash kid that no one really knew had stolen his dad's car and broken into the speedway, done a load of donuts, and the PTO were considering throwing him out before it even started. <laughs> I remember I that so it. explicitly, but nah, yeah, he probably just started that rumor himself. Yeah, that is a really thing. Yeah, just like he's been buying friends. <laughs> <laughs> How is the uh, how's the old candle conversation gone down? The what? The, the candle. candle. Oh yeah, uh, Sean listened to the podcast today actually. Oh, uh, right. I did tell her. I did tell her about it, just in case she listened to it and got offended. So I like, <laughs> kind of broke it down. Yeah. 
I had to think then, candle. I was like, the only thing I've been uh, thinking about this week are mushrooms. Mushrooms, <laughs> why? Uh, <laughs> I've started to collect mushrooms, or like kind of keep a, a little diary of which ones I found in the local woods. You need to go to ever. Um, the fields in uh, Howard House where they keep the cows. Apparently, that's where the good stuff is locally. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. good stuff. There was quite I mean, a lot I of that floating around. I'm actually pretty party. terrified now. I read about them, and some of them, like, are well, like, deadly, obviously, but yeah, yeah. they're like, obviously, I think you have to eat them to die. I don't think touching them is bad, but, like, you don't even know you're going to die until, like, two weeks later, and then it's too late, sort of thing. Oh, wow, cool. Like, it's pretty mad. One, there's one in the hollies, which your causes house. temporary paralysis. <laughs> Temporary. Temporary. I can be a good practical joke. It's like a Harry Potter yeah, spell. Just, just like, um, uh, what's that Harry Potter spell? Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, like a, like a fucking Harry uh, Potter spell. Yeah, what's it called though? Uh, Trificus Totalis. That's I'm it. a geek. I'm well, a geek. Speaking of which, on Instagram, Johnny Bray has got back in touch. Great guy. He's put 200k for a Harry Potter scar. I got one for free. Actually, if you take the compensation into account, I got paid for it. It's obviously from his bike accident. He's got oh, a Harry okay. Potter scar. <laughs> so Sam, you were talking about the Harry Potter tattoo, and you'd do it for ten grand or whatever. I think you said. Maybe it was two hundred grand, but I think it was less. Yeah, I thought it was less. I thought it was like a grand. I think it was a grand. Yeah, we were playing this in Kona. Everything we we're trying to put prices on everything. You always totally. whittle people down. Oh, 100%. But, you know, Ruth reckons she's bougie and a bit rich, so, you know, her <laughs> price is way too steep. I was like, there's no way you'd actually... You'd do it for less than that, Russell. <laughs> she wasn't having any of it. We used to we used to do that all the time, and you, you'd get people down from, like, a million pounds, and you'd like, yeah, but you'd do it for 250 grand, wouldn't you? And they're like, oh, yeah, I probably would. And you're like, right, there we go, that's 750 grand gone already. Let's see how far we can take this. <laughs> There was some good would you rather. I'm trying to find him. One was like, I'm not sure I can say some of these on the pod, actually. <laughs> I'm trying to find one that's a bit more suitable. I read one on a, well, it wasn't a would you rather. It was a question on a Instagram, like, ask me anything thing today. And it was, yeah. if you had a year to eat a ton of sand, how would you do it? Oh, surely sprinkle a bit on every meal. <laughs> yeah, but then you ruin every single meal. Yeah, but I eat so fast I wouldn't notice it. Yeah, I mean, I, pre- I presume you get used to it eventually, but uh, every time you went to McDonald's, if you had to just sprinkle a bit of sand in your burger, would you not be... Have you had the new menu I'd yet? I'd probably do it in, like, some sort of soup. Uh, I'm going tomorrow. So you swallow it, you don't even have to chew it. But no. Okay. But yeah, the new menu looks fucking sensational. <laughs> We're all talking about McDonald's, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, unreal. It's like, is it the October menu or something like that? Yeah, it looks so good. Toffee apple pie, toffee yeah. apple McFlurry... That um, nacho burger thing looks mega. Well, get me, get me to McDanks. Get my share price going up. Yeah. Single hand. Yeah, exactly. Single handedly bumping up the share price. Here was one: win the lottery, but only ever fly economy, or continue as normal, but every flight you take is first class paid for. Oh, you'd win the lottery. Yeah, win that's the lottery, what we all said. Yeah. But Sam hates sitting next to people, so. Yeah, no, it's not sitting next to people, it's talking to people. Yeah, fair. So this was one for the girls. You win 70.3 Worlds and a PTO race next season, but you've got to date Sam Long after a messy breakup for a year. 
That's that's credit to Mark Matthews. Sam Ren with her without kid. He's got his kid, yeah. So you got joint custody of the child the little, as well. The little golem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's probably listens to this. So. Yeah, good. Every every baby looks like golem. Oh, there you go. Is that you? Oh no. <laughs> Why is it moving? <laughs> oh, I'm glad we're an audio only. Yeah, exactly. Audio only podcast. No one knows what was going off there. But it was funny. And there were some other good ones to similar effect. There were some intense people in Kona, so where they're a lot Sam Long was not in Kona, but some of them were like, Would you rather win like hold three hundred and twenty watts indefinitely or spend a week with X person? Oh no, in de- 320 watts indefinitely and you have to spend a week with that person. Everyone was like, no, nah, I keep my power the same, thanks. <laughs> yeah, good value. Right, we probably should wrap it up there seeing as we've been speaking for 50 minutes of nonsense. Yeah, it's been good. Good value. Cheers, lads. Yeah, we'll, might, um, go, might go for a run. Yeah, you better get your training in. Probably won't, but I might go for a run. I'm definitely not going to do that. I'm super jet-lagged. And it's only yeah. five, I've got it's five thirty now, so I've got to survive until I reckon eight o'clock is an acceptable bedtime. Yeah, that's reasonable. So we'll see, but we'll catch up next week. We yes. might yeah. have some more to talk about by then. Sam, well, you're starting marathon training, so we can we we'll do weekly marathon breakdown with Sam. I might have to record next week whilst I'm running because that seems to be all I'm going to have to do. Yeah, we will need to record over an actual beer at some point in person. Yeah, that that'd be that'd be really good. I'll work out how we actually do that. Would we do it in a pub or would we just buy some beers and do it at a house where it's quiet? I think we'd I think have we'd... to start... Or we could go somewhere in the middle of the day where it's quiet. Yeah. Yeah. We'd have to start somewhere quiet while I get the uh get the technology down, but I think I've got that sorted. I think I yeah. have the. I, there's have enough the places solution. we could do quiet during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I obviously, I don't know if you've seen some of the YouTube clips, we've been using like the microphone to interview people. So we can just film it into a camera and then have a sound file. But that's very boring, but it's possible to, to record quite easily. So we could do it. We could do it somewhat like a pub that's not too noisy to start with and then see how it sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah we could do that. Good. I feel like it's a slippery slope though. Once we we could end up recording for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> At what point do you but, just stop recording? And then the conversation just carries on as we get more drunk. <laughs> so like, oh, we better record this then. Yeah, no, I think keep it going. Some some of them just last forever, don't they? Really <laughs> for Sam's three-hour-long run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to need it when I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cheers, lads. We'll chat soon. See ya. Bye. Right.